0: inside sources welcome back everyone final segment of inside sources here today i am boyd matheson opinion editor of the deseret news great to be with you and i wanted to go back to yesterday a uh, very interesting moment yesterday i was down here in the newsroom getting ready for inside sources uh, about 20 minutes before and uh, the news came across the wire that uh, rush limbaugh had passed away And as that news broke, of course, uh, there was a little flurry of activity in terms of uh, what was happening, what was going on, uh, him passing away at the age of 70 after battling lung cancer. And uh, almost immediately, I I jumped in uh, in studio uh, with uh, Dave Noriega and Debbie Dejanovic to to process the news of his passing, uh, review his impact on talk radio, his, his influence on conservatism in America and politics in general and so on. Uh, and I was ready for all of that discussion. That was easy. Uh, and we had a good discussion about all of that. Uh, but I wasn't ready to realize how comfortable so many citizens have become with contempt. So so for about 10 minutes, uh, Dave and, and Debbie and I began the conversation. Uh, we went through. Uh, they had Lee Lonsberry join in as well before they wrapped up their show. And then we had news. And then I was on for Inside Sources Uh, And so we continued to talk about the passing of Rush Limbaugh. Uh, And as that happened, the the text line started to uh, have some comments coming in about the passing of Rush Limbaugh. And I was amazed at how many contemptuous comments there were about the deceased. Uh, The text ranged from just harsh criticism to where his soul was destined to be sentenced. Uh, There were texts of good riddance. There was a text of best news of the year. There was a text of he was poison. Uh, And some were just downright profane, and we won't utter those on this station. And I marveled, uh, and I was incredibly saddened at how comfortable we've become with contempt. The comments we talked about on the show yesterday, uh, I talked about how Rush Limbaugh was often divisive and and very dismissive in his rhetoric. I outlined uh, on the positive side his uncanny ability to listen to and then reflect the the feelings and frustrations of many Americans. Uh, We covered his his personal challenges with addiction. We discussed his enormous influence uh, for good and ill on the national dialogue. Uh, We talked about successes. We talked about failures. We talked about why 27 million people would tune in to listen to him every day. Love him or hate him, Mr. Limbaugh was a force that required both his supporters and his detractors to pay attention. And it was just astonishing to me whether you were saying something positive about Rush Limbaugh or something negative about Rush Limbaugh. It just unleashed more contempt. And that's troubling to me because if we get so comfortable in our contempt, do we really believe that our neighborhoods are going to hold together? Do we think communities are going to be strong? Uh, I had written just a few days earlier uh, about George Washington spending an inordinate amount of time in his farewell address to the nation talking about unity and how we treat each other. And all the problems that come with content and hate and anger. You see, contempt, contempt is not a one-time re- regretful response to another person. It's not just a reaction. Uh, someone put it this way. It is the expression of a seething, stewing cauldron of scorn, disapproval, and disgust towards another person. And it transcends. It goes beyond just targeting a specific action from a person. Uh, it, It goes to attacking the person's very sense of self. And what I know about contempt is contempt grows in negativity and it feeds off itself until it spews out in vile, hurtful, harmful ways. Are we that comfortable with our contempt? Because of social media, because we can hide behind our screens, has it becomes so easy to ridicule, to scorn, to spew hate that we're now comfortable in our content? Now, that's a problem. Uh, I mentioned going back to uh, to Washington's farewell address. He called the kind of unity that we needed for the country. He called it the palladium of our political safety and prosperity. In other words, he was saying our ability to be united even in our diversity is what will protect us as a nation. It's what will protect our freedom and liberty. And so recognizing where we are, uh, there's only one way to cure contempt. Uh, It starts at the individual level. You know, it was amazing to me that Washington, you know, 100 plus years before there were social media or cable news networks, uh, he talked about the efforts that would be taken to sow discord, uh, some covertly, some insidiously, uh, to weaken the national commitment to unity. You cannot be united in contempt. It's impossible And so Washington challenged us as a nation uh, that we needed to cherish a cordial, habitual, and immovable attachment to unity, because it's unity that we have to have if we're going to move the nation forward, not contempt. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources today. And as always, as you go out into the world, see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one.